Good morning, Barisha, Tavi Mairi, Memzayin Omid Yesterday we were discussing the we were discussing the idea of saying Omein um, out of place, called an Omein Yisoyma. We discussed the the practical ramifications of it, that a person has to wait for the Shliach Sibur, or whoever he's answering Omein to, to finish the bracha, I mean finishing the last word before answering Omein. By the same token, the Shliach Sibur has to wait for the Sibur, or at least the rove of the Sibur, to answer Omein before he continues on to the next bracha. If he's actually been waiting people at one point, we mentioned yesterday, so he, actually, he, he should really wait for everyone to finish answering Omein uh, before continuing on, because otherwise they're going to miss the start of the next bracha. Um, what exactly we said was that Omin Yisomar, we discussed the Shitta of Rashi and Tosfus, who hold that uh, Omin Yisomar is um, when a person has absolutely no idea what, uh, what bracha he's answering Omin to. Uh, that was the Shitta of Rashi and Tosfus. And then we had the Rabbi Yona, the Rabbi Yona who said, no, it's to do with whether it's, um, well, he, it may be that a person has to uh, hear the bracha, he's got no way he's up to, that's the, the, sort of part of the debate. But um, one thing is clear, so he says, it's only when you're not being yoked to the bracha. When you're not, sorry, when you are being yoked to the bracha. When you, ha- when you are being yoked to the bracha, it uh, will be an omin yosema if you really don't know, um, you haven't heard the bracha. But if you are not being yoked to the bracha, then you don't have to hear the bracha. Whether you've got to know where you're up to, they clearly, presumably you do have to know what you're answering omin to, even according to the Rabbi Niyotna. But then the Tamidi Rabbi Niyotna, having quoted the Rabbi Niyotna, and then having quoted the... Tosfer, um, sorry, I'm quoting the Shit of Rashi and Tosfer, then says, well, according to Rashi and Tosfer, he puts the two together, makes an amazing kula out of it, and says that according to Rashi and Tosfer, it would seem we don't make any difference whether you are being yoked to with the Baruch or whether you're not being yoked to with the, with the Mavoris. Either way, as long as you know where, where, what is exactly he said, that's good enough. And we said, it's an amazing Kiddush, how does that work? Where's the Shemayaka Eina? So he said that either because we've got this some, some other Shemir Ka'ina is loved after that you've got to actually uh, hear the bracha. As long as you answer Amin at the end of it, it's, it's um, but, but by doing that, because the whole Shemir Ka'ina is when you've sort of heard the, the end of the bracha. But what we did suggest, and I think is much more likely, is um, that it's to do with Amin works different to Shemir Ka'ina. That's why I'd just like to take a couple of minutes just to sort of show you that uh, I, I saw yesterday the Rama seems to hold that bit. If you take a look on the, the sheet handed out today, I've left the Rabbeinu from yesterday, we're not, we're not going to go through it again, but that, the Rabbeinu at the bottom is what we just uh, discussed now. And the Rambam writes on this, he says in first Rambam, anyone who hears the bracha of any bracha, he hears it from beginning to end. And he has kavanahs to be yotis, we're talking about a bracha he wants to be yotis. Even though he has an answer on that's the concept of Shemir Ka'ina. So you've got to hear from beginning to end, not miss a single word. The Chala Ka'ina, Amen, and anyone who answers Amen, Achar Amavoris, Harizek Amavoris. We've got to understand what does he mean by that. But then he goes on, Vushi Amavoris, Harizek Amavoris, as long as the Mavoris is Chayav in that Brocha. Hoya Amavoris, Chayav in the Mavoris, if the Mavoris was then Chayav in that Brocha, Midra Bama, the Ha'ina Chayav in Atera, and the person answering Amen is again, until he answers on it. Unless he, or, the other option is go and find somebody who's like him. Now, you can see from the Ramah, it seems quite clear, that the Yotze 
through Stamsha Me'akaina, having Kavonah to be Yotze, and listening to every word, is not the same as answering on this. One major Nafkamin that says the Ramam is, one of the Mavoyek is in only Chayv with the Rabbon. He's got to be Chayv, that is already spelt out. Because otherwise, it's, there, there is no connection. What seems to be going on in this Ramam is that Shemea Ka'in is, like we've said until now, when I hear every word I hear, if I'm saying it, or whatever you want to say, that's the idea of Shemea Ka'in, however it works. Saying on me, his Loshan is, Hari Dekimavoyek, it is like he's making the broth. We said yesterday, that, that's what our main seems to be doing. It's different to Shemei Akraina. Shemei Akraina, it could be, I latch on to his brother, he's my Shriach, whatever, there's various different options how to explain it. But our main is shut, I said that brother. Now, what does that mean? Presumably, that we said yesterday, because there are two parts to a brother. There's what are called the guf of the brother, and there's the neshama of the brother. There's the saying of the brother, that's the guf. And the Omein is the expression, as we, as we mentioned yesterday, based on the Gemara Nazir, that, that's the Neshama, that's the Ha'amonah Savorim, that is the belief, the inner belief, that's the, Now, if you don't know what Broth has been said, the Shetah, you can't say Omein. What, what, what are you expressing your belief over? You don't even know what the person said. So you've got no attachment to any Broth. If I do know what Broth has been said, yeah, now whether the Ram on the whole, you've also got to actually hear it, and it's still off and then answer Omein, just the advantage will be in the case when he's when he's chayvah what, what, Whatever way it works, yeah. But the idea is when I know, when I've heard it, I then I, by answering on me, I'm also making a bracha. What bracha am I making? Well, I'm making the neshama part of it, but I'm also making a bracha. Now again, if the person wasn't chayvah it, then you've got it's going to be a, a neshama below good, basically. But if he's chayvah, it could be a midrabbon, but it doesn't matter because if by answering on me, I've got a significant part in it. The, the, the goof of the bracha has been made. I'm answering on me. So then, as lost in the Ram, is how is that in the world? It's like I'm making a bracha. It makes no difference whether he's chayav or not. What difference? I'll give you another nafkamina. I haven't. I, I've noticed that a couple of our I think the kiddush Yaki speaks about this. I'm not sure exactly what they're talking about, but because I, I haven't looked it up to be honest. But I'm, I'm guessing this is what they're talking about, and I think it would make an nafkamina. That's like this: when a person wants to be yitzvah with goyim. Okay, so I'll give you an example. If, 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 uh, if a woman is, is uh, we'll speak about the discussion, the ninth panic about Brent Sargemel, but if a woman, let's say, is, is uh, high in Brent Sargemel, let's say she has a baby, so strictly speaking, she should make her go over. Now, there's different men hogging as to how to, what to do. Some women, Taka, they will guess that they will say in front of 10 men, they may have a machito or something. Some um, will, some will, uh, there's, there's, basically, there are different men hogging, but the, the common one, with the man won't, well, he won't do business for Gemma on her behalf just like that, because he can't, he can't make her Gemma like that. But what he will do is, she gives it with his, for example, when he says Baruch and she responds Baruch Hashem Amavoyot. There are different ways to be Mechavin and Hagem al So there are different approaches. Okay? So, I, I, I remember once when, uh, I think maybe, maybe when we had our first baby, so I thought to myself, I've, I've, I've got an easy way out. You know what? When my wife comes to shore for the first time, it happens to be it was around being on my side. It's bound to be somebody who's just come back from, uh, from you know, Bob has come back. I'll tell him when he makes it because I know because he's travelled to have her in mind. Yeah. She can answer me. So, uh, we were talking about this uh, 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 at, uh, at one point, and somebody, somebody mentioned a year or two back, the pattern, I think it's Shiva said, he's, he's not a sure about this, it's not so posh that works. He talks about this sort of thing. Why? Because, um, the, 
common Torah, which is what Spokes Haganah is based on, the common Torah can, can come from four different things, as we'll see about the Shashem. And the Gemara says, one can't pass to another. There's a common Torah that comes for this purpose, it doesn't cover another purpose, etc. So he says, in which case, the Vikas Haganah also, maybe it's, it's, it's a different thing. So I said that, I don't see the hassle because there's a difference between the common Torah and the Broca, which is connected. It's the same Broca, and if I'm being yoked through Shabbat says if I'm saying it, who cares why he's saying it? But according to what the Rambam thing, I think this is possible what they talk about, there's going to be a difference whether you answer Amen or not. If you don't answer Amen, then one understand it could be it doesn't work. Because his Chiyah for Berkha Sargona is completely different from what her Berkha Sargona Chiyah is. Hers is because of one point, his is very different. Even then you could debate, because it's still a Chiyah Sargona. No, maybe. But if you answer Amen, I have come on to be a I hear the Broca as well, so you about everything. Plus I answer Amen, then Peshat Tari Zekim I don't have to have the same Chiyah. He's got a Chiyah Zarabon, I've got a Chiyah Zarabon, I say it still works. How does that work? Shanea Kainan doesn't work. The answer is when you answer Amen, Tari Zekim Avorik, it's like you're making the Broca yourself. As long as that person the Chiyah to make that Broca, it works. Now again, I'm sure there's more we can speak about than on this, how it works, but that is, that seems the basic idea seems to be there. The answering I mean is, is more than just Stam Shem Whether the Ram needs, you've got to hear something, you see, I'll, I'll tell you why, because the Kesha Mishnah takes some of the dull posture, we're still talking about the whole thing. Just by answering I mean, it's a little more than just Stam Shem And the truth is, if you look at the other Ram there, in Perakala Padofi Yitzalad there, it says, V'chol Misha Le'shonai Tabarokha Shuchayofo Lo'yana Omin V'chalal O'enim. Okay, so you see the Ram goes like the Rabbi Yerim of Peret, that it's to do with whether you're chayim in that bracha. What's an Omin Yisoma? An Omin Yisoma is when I answer Omin to a bracha, which I'm in the Chuyah then, and I didn't hear the bracha. Seemingly the Ram, even when it comes to answering Omin, even if I answer Omin, I've got to hear the bracha, he says. That's what the Kesha Mishnah holds. So even then you could say, because without hearing it, the Ram Shit is without hearing it, you've got no shyness to it. You've got an Ashama for what? There's no bracha there. So you've got to hear it. But others argue, they say, no, but the Mishnah, I think, he, he wants to say, yeah, you heard part of the bracha, you heard the end of the bracha, maybe. The Chomisha Rishon HaTah Baruch means he didn't hear the bracha at all. But let's say I hear the end of the bracha, he says, that's good enough. Okay? So it means if I hear the end of the bracha, maybe that's because then I know what I'm answering on to, whatever the reason may be, you definitely got this concept that when you answer Omein, it's like you're actually making the problem. That's, that's the main point that I wanted to take out of that. And therefore, going back to the Rabbi Yonah, we've got a little bit of understanding where the Rabbi Yonah is coming from, even though he says you don't have to hear the Brokha at all. When he puts these two things together, he says, you, hear, you know what Brokha is being said? You answer Omein, he said, how does that work? Where's the Shemei Akainah? The answer is not, it's not the normal form of Shemei Akainah that we're used to. When you answer Omein, it's like the whole Brokha, which was said, I believe in that, I know what was said, and therefore, I, I remind Hashem, there was a bracha made there, I'm a chayim, he was a chayim, so it worked for all of us. So it's as if I've said it. It's a couple of nafka minutes which come out of it, and obviously the, 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 another very big nafka minute, which we, which we mentioned yesterday, a possible nafka minute will be, can you be a say, let's say, half dollar over the phone? I think that dollar is actually a bracha there to answer our main to. So if I answer our main, I know what bracha's been said, according to the linear, this is already going further than the Ramah, I know what bracha's been said. I may have not actually heard the bracha, but I know what bracha's been said. And I've, uh, I've answered something. It's, it's as if I've made the bracha. Yeah? The only thing is, again, it's not more because you can say there's a difference between whether we're in the room together. So I'm, I'm responding to his bracha, 
to when I'm responding to now a telephone and he made the bracha about the side of the world, it could be there's a difference because there's no connection between the two. It's not Muchach, but it's, 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 it's a starting point. Fine. The other point, just before we go on, is there was a, a, another piece of Rabbi Yonah yesterday where the Rabbi Yonah discussed, his, the Rebbe, in other words, related, not something the Rabbi Yonah is related to what his Rebbe said, what he would do is on, 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 um, on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, so the Shatz was being mochi everyone with the, with the Chazorasa Shatz, and he wanted to dive along with the Shatz. But the problem was that if he, when the Shatz finishes the Bracha, they can't just sort of the, what, um, the Yamazikon, whatever it is there, so you're going to, and he wants to also be able to answer our name to the Shatz, but you can't because then you're only our name in your own Bracha. So what he would do is, when he got to the Kayam Loaz, before the Baruch HaTashem, he'd stop for a second. Listen to Baruch HaTashem, and then say, Mikadish, or whatever it is there. And then he'd be able to answer Amin, because he's not answering Amin to his own Baruch, he didn't say a full Baruch, he only said the Khatimo. Why did he do that? He wanted to minimize a gap. It was to do with minimizing a gap there. Whatever it was. That, that, that's why he wanted to do that. But upon him, I said yesterday, was it seems, if I understood it correctly, that you've got, a, you've got from the Abin Yonah there, a riot to this idea that you can be yoked, say, half a Baruch with Shemayakarina, and half of it by saying it yourself. Because he's saying most of it himself. The word Baruch HaTashem he's not saying. So how is he being yoked? The answer is from the Chazim. From the Shia Sibyl. Yeah? So I just checked out this one. Because I thought maybe I misunderstood that. This, this, this point has been raised. Which it, you know, if that is what the Rabbi Leonard is saying, we've definitely got, got uh, what to discuss now. We're supposed to be back in business with this idea of half a bracha, half a bracha. And are you going to ask me about Tosus earlier? Tosus where we said you can't split a bracha in two. We already said that could be different there because it was a zimun. Zimun could be a different, as we explained at the time. Could be Tosus disagreed, it could be a different zimun. But from this Rabbi Leonard, it does sound like, unless there's some other, something, he has some other purpose in mind, it does sound like he holds you can be yoked to half a bracha with um, hearing it and the other half by saying it. There is, there is I, I think, a man at the time the Kedah Siyato is that's the stipler, he takes on that only if the other person, that's what he wants to say, Tosus is talking about something else, is the other person, in other words, I make half a bracha and you make half a bracha, definitely doesn't work. Give me a point to Rabbi Niyona. That if you make a full bracha, but I'm only yoked with half your, half your bracha, I want to be yoked to Shemekha, and I said other half myself. So if let's say I missed the word, and I just want to fill in the word, that's not a problem, because you're, you've said the full bracha. I missed the word, it doesn't matter. That's what he wants to say. The truth is that they've, they've already asked on it, based on Yerushalmi, that, that they've, they've got a raya uh, negative from, from Yerushalmi. So that may be, again, that may be a possibility. I don't know if the raya is obviously Mukhat, so that is, um, as I said, just to point out that Rabbi Niyana, we're building up a little bit of a a uh, picture here, Samara McCormick is here, for this question of, we've got quite a bit on our plate now, of how, how Shemei Akainah works, the different possibilities, or main may be more than Shemei Akainah, well worth remembering, and the possibility, we're building up these shifters now, about a person can be Yitzhi, half a broker with Shemei Akainah, and the other half without. Words, can you insert a word, and uh, so on and so forth. Continues on the Gemara now. Ochal Zemai. If a person ate Demai, um, we are on Memzayin on the Dalaf. It's uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 15 lines up from the bottom. 
In fact, no, sorry, sorry, we're, we're a little before that. Going on a few lines before that. Um, in fact, it goes quite a bit before that. It's where, where, where it says, Rabu Shmuel Avi Yossi Visudoso. It's probably about 22, 23 lines up from the bottom. Rabu Shmuel Avi Yossi Visudoso. The line begins with the word Visudoso. So Rab and Shmuel, they were sitting in a Suudo, and also Rab Shimi Barachiyah, and Rab Shimi Barachiyah came along. Have a commissary for Ochel. And he was quickly trying to down the food. He was pushing to eat it very quickly. So Omari Rab, so Rab said to Rab Shimi Barachiyah, he said to him, Ma'zatos. What are you trying to do? What are you, what are you planning here? Litzkarufi Ba'adon. You want to join Omidas? You want to make a zimmer? Anan Ochel Nolon. We've already finished eating. It's too late. So Omalei Shmuel, so Shmuel said to Rav, wait a second, Ilu Maisuli, if they were to bring to me Arzilayo, they would bring me Arzilayo, Rashi says it's Kameenu Pitriot, mushrooms, the Ravinian says it could, others explain it's uh, like Absorbum, it's like herbs, which, is, which makes sense because Shmuel was a doctor, apparently it may have been remedial herbs, but either way, if they bring me these mushrooms, because Rashi's shout though, because Laya the Abba, and if they were to bring Gozlaya is the, uh, the bits of meat of the, of the, of the birds, it's in the gazon and the dove. Uh, no, it's a, a dessert. That's what they have for dessert. They brought that for Abba. Abba means Rav. It was a, an expression of respect. That's what you'd call him, Rav. So in, other, in other words, the two of us, we'd be prepared to eat more, wouldn't we, if we were brought a little bit of extra food. Mila Achrinon, would we not eat? And therefore, he can join on. He can join on. And that's Taka the Halokha. The Halokha is, if two of you are eating, and somebody comes along and wants to join in, um, it's perfectly fine, as long as you would, you would be prepared to eat more, then you are, you're not necessarily mechuyiv, although the Russian and the Shofar are you're mechuyiv to give him, you're not mechuyiv to, it's a mitzvah though, because you can make a zib in this way. So let him eat, and then, this person, by the, with, with, with that, he can then join on the zib, and not only that, he can even make the zib. He can even make the zib. Um, the, the, the Ramam says, even, even if you'd be prepared, you say, well, you know, I'm quite full up. I'd have, have a spoonful of ice cream, a tiny bit of ice cream. It's good enough. As long as you're prepared to eat a little bit more, then you're not yet finished your further. You don't have to eat anything more. But you'd be prepared to, that's good enough. Um, who are then, they say as well, two come to one, the same idea, if one's just finished his meal, and two come along, he says, well, I'd be prepared to eat a little more, same then. Um, and, once, by the way, he has actually eaten, now you are mechuyim in dinner. Okay, just a few, a few, few of the points there, and that you can see from Rashi the the um, the uh, I think it's the the Alachal points out. I think is if you look at Rashi Dibar Nasil Ochil Nodon, about halfway down, Rashi says then the line Ochil Nodon, Gomra Don Tudosin. He said to Rashi, we've already finished our Seudah, Kedem Shabbos before you came. The Iyatol Mechayev Neinu Oibezimah. You can't be Mechayev after Zimmer. Implied that when Rav, when Shmuel turned to Rav and said, wait a second, we, we haven't really finished our Seudah, it's implied that if you eat now, you're going to be Mechayev after Zimmer. It's not just for sure. Once you let him eat, you don't bench quickly, you're going to be Mechayev after Zimmer. It's a big mitzvah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's a good thing. This is as opposed to, the, I think it's, again, the dialogue points out, according to Rav Eli Yonah, there's definitely no Chayev. You can't make a Chayev. Do you remember the shift of the Rabbi Yonah? The Rabbi Yonah's shifter is, unless you actually start the meal together, there can't be a deal. <coughs> but we don't, we don't talk about that anyway. 
Who are they when it comes to ten people? Same idea, you've got, let's say, eight people and two come along. And the eight people would be prepared to eat, or at least one of them. They might still have to be all of them. Even if one person is prepared to eat, then they haven't all finished, one can join up. Uh, would be decided to the ten. But, here comes the bus. What happens if, though, I say, you know, I'd be prepared to eat more, but you know what, I've already washed my macaroni. Once you wash my macaroni, I'm going to be in the Too late. What if you said, Hadronomoris, let's fetch? That would depend on what we had earlier. Is Hadronomoris, is that definitely the end of the meal? Remember, we had some shit which said not necessarily. So it would be totally on that. If you wash my macaroni, it's all over. Even if you'd be prepared to eat more, it doesn't matter. You've finished your meal. Hadronomoris was, was, was a shy as a general rule, just to know the general rule that the Arab says, where you've got a Sothic in Zimmer, with three people, you can make the Zimmer. If it's a Sothic about ten, you can't do it. Because you're mentioning Hashem's name, you can't do that on Sothic. So if it's a Sothic, if you've got three, if it's a genuine Sothic, you can do it. With ten, you can't. Um, finally, last, just one last point. The B.R. Alpha says, let's say you've got one person who comes to three people. So you've got three who have got a Zimmer already. They've already washed my macaroni. He runs in, quickly eats, uh, eats something. He says he's allowed to, the other world, not only is he allowed to join onto their Zimmer, this is this amazing chedosh, he can even be the Mazani. Even though they've finished, they can't eat anymore. But in other words, if he came along, there were only two of them, there would be no Zimmer. If there's three of them, and he eats, not only can he join us, <coughs> he can even make the zimmer. This is clearly, he already says, it's to answer the question of Tosim Stockholm. The B.R. Lothar says, from Mandar Rishayim, we don't get the answer, clearly they don't hold of it. We had Rashi on the Mishnah, then didn't hold that as well. You remember Rashi said that, how much do, do they have to eat, does a person have to eat with them? He said, Abkadar, Abkadar, says Rashi, my Nafkamina, to be moiti them. Even if you could join on to the Zimmer, unless you've actually eaten with them, they've already finished. There's no way you can be mixed them with the Zimmer. Yeah? This is the Chiddush of the Azorua. So the bottom line is then, what we have to take away, the, the main rule from this is, that if a person has, you've got two people, let's say, that's the more classic case, they're eating, they're finished, somebody comes along, as long as they would be prepared to eat more, and they haven't actually terminated their soda, they haven't uh, washed my mouth or anything like that, the other person can eat and join on and form a zimun. And it would be a chi of zimun, he would be able to make the zimun. Continues on the Gemara. Talmide de Rav habu yotvi bisudasa. The Talmide of Rav was sitting in the suudas. Oh, Ravacha, Ravacha came, came in. Omri, and they said, Oh, also Gabra Rav, the Mavarifalon, a great man. Ravacha's come in, he can bench for us. Omanuhu, he said to them, Misa Risa, the Golden of Ares, do you, did you, do you want to see him in the Golos, one who makes Perkis Hamolton? One of the main participants in the Surah is the one who makes Perkis Hamolton. Well, a main participant, participant means one who, who is actually eaten, not just somebody who comes to the end. So it's a Gemara nonetheless, the Upsal Aloch, as we've mentioned in the past, is Golden of Ares, the Golden makes the Baraka, the upper God to Osir of Asir, even though he comes to the end. If he joins on, he, he, he joins their Zimun, he is the one who makes the, the Zimun. Okay, unless you've got the Balabai with the, with the guests, etc. But if, going with the normal rules, the Godel is the one who makes the Zimun, even if he, he's not, uh, he wasn't there for the whole sort. That's our offer. And if you look at, look, look at Tosus, Tosus says, he just points out, 
Well, we have even my city Adilai. It says, uh, says uh, as we've said, as long as they haven't yet, uh, it's no good if they've already said hablon or nevoyes that shikasos that's ready for terminating the meal, or if they've washed my machrenim, then a third person can't miss out. That's supposed to be a mask. Even my two. I say, well, let's just see it inside. Even my city Adilai of the chulu mashma is mashma. The king alofa that's alofa. The rab nami the poli because the rab didn't argue on Shmuel. He ama hablon or nevoyes, but if you said. They've already decided they, they finished eating. It's the God that wants to give permission to somebody else to bench. He's perfectly entitled to do so. Like in the case with Rebbe. Rebbe had, who did he have sitting in front of him? Rebbe Chiyo and Rav. Rav was the most junior. Rebbe Chiyo was his uncle. And yet he told Rav to bench. You see, you can give it to, if you want, you've got Rashus to give it to a, to a more junior person. Carries on the Gemara. Now we're going to go through one by one the cases we had in the Mishnah where a person, the first we're going to go through the case where a person can join on Tzedemon even though the food he ate looks a little like an Avera. Or according to the the rivet is because he's eating that thing. It doesn't look like he's, there's any career food. It doesn't look like he's part of you. But the kids say there's some sort of Avera involved. That's where we start off with Zemai. First thing was, Ochal Zemai Bechud, if he ate Zemai, etc. Ask the Gemara, Hado Chodine. But Zemai, it's not fitting for him. You can't eat Zemai. So how can you join on to Zemai? Zemai means there's a Chumar Dara on it. You've got to take Chumar Samaitis from it. Answers the Gemara, Kimzi boy Since if he wanted, he could make all his property hefter, the Havi Oni, he'd be an Oni, the Chazile, and then he would, the Zemai would be fit for him, he'd be able to eat the, the, the Zemai. This now because we learn from the Mishnah, Machinen et Aniyim Zemai, we're allowed to give the Aniyim Zemai to eat, therefore Achsanya Zemai, so to the Achsanya. Achsanya is when you've got, um, you've got um, the army, a Jewish army, so whichever town they were going to, to either to protect them, whatever it was, the townspeople would have to, it was an obligation, they had to provide food and drink for the, for the army. That's called the Astanya. That's the way Rashi says to explain it. So, um, the, now the halacha is, so therefore if you've got Ani in there, or you've got these Astanya, you're allowed to give them from your demise. Because remember, Tanya Chumadrabonon, the Ikazin really, we assume that Shumas and have been taken. There's a Chazoka, the Rebami Oris and Ashene, they take Maita. It's a Chumra Darbon. So the Rabbonon relaxed it in the case of Aniyim and Rafsanya. But Omar Rabbonon Rabbonon says, Tana has been taught, Beishami Ovi Beishami Sehi Machinin is to Aniyim, that's Rafsanya Zemai. You can't, you can't give them the Zemai. Tosis says, Zemai Nachimina, who cares? We don't pass on Beishami anyway, why are you adding in this? It's, 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 it's just to tell you, in case you find any serious what we just said, don't worry about it, it's the Shammah. The Shammah are the ones who hold, but you can't give them. We don't pass like them. We pass like the Isidu, which is this Mishnah here, that you are allowed to feed Aniyam and Asanya Zemai. So therefore, if somebody, one of the three people eating in this dinner, he has Zemai, so how can he join it? The answer is, because since he could be Mafkir Znafotim, and he's become, a, he's become an Oni, in which case he would have been allowed to eat the Zemai, Therefore, therefore, he can be mitzvahed to the zimun, even though right now he shouldn't really have had the zimai. It doesn't matter, nonetheless, he can join on to the zimun. We, we spoke about it uh, at the beginning of the parak. What exactly pshatim this is? 
If a soft goes off, he has done an Aveiro, so how does that work? Fish normal if he's arrived, it's nothing to do with the Aveiro per se, it's to do with the Kaviyas Uda. So there is some Kaviyas, because he could, because you could say that since he could have been Mafia Zachosim, so it shows he's got some right, some, you could say something along this line. But if it's to do with the Mafal Aveiro, he has done an Aveiro. So what we explained at the time was, we're just showing that the whole thing is a Khumra. It's not an Etsem, it's not an Etsem Mafal Aveiro. It's not an Ifta in the food itself, because if it's an Ifta in the food, then how can you give it to Aniyah? Elamai, the food itself, we assume has had Maisha taken from it. It's done as an outside Khumra that Chazal puts on the person that he's got to take Trumas and Maisha again. They're not really Trumas and Maisha. It's not like Tevel Drabonon. Tevel Drabonon means the actual food, Midrabonon, is Tevel. Demai, even Midrabonon, is not Tevel. Because if it was, you wouldn't be able to give it Taniyah. You wouldn't be able to relax it just like that. The answer is the food is Khulit. Just Chazal put that's the Lashon Rashi, it's a Khumra Drabonon, it's a Khumra to take it. Therefore, such a person um, can, can be mistaken for the Zimmer. Continues on the Gemara. Um, yeah, there's, there's this little Tosis as well. Tosis points out with this Aftanya. It's not Sugiyah Brochus, so we're not going to go through it inside. But uh, Tosis says that Aftanya, you're allowed to give them, you're allowed to give them, uh, see, we're talking about the, the army is a Jewish army. If, if it's a non Jewish army, um, Sorry, so, and it's Dafka Demai, Dafka Demai, because he says Tevel, of course you can't give them, because you can't feed them uh, Tevel. Like we just said, that's an absolute issue, you can't give them that. It's Demai you can give them, because that's only a Khumra. He says another possibility is it could be it's, it's, uh, it's, the, it's a Goisha army, and the king has made uh, the. It could be it's a Jewish army, it's not the Aniyim, it's it. And you're allowed to give them then Demai, but not Tevel. The other possibility is it's a Goisha army, so why am I feeding them? Is it mitzvah to give them uh, food? The answer the king told you to give them, to, to put it uh, as an obligation. So why am I only asking them to mind? Why not tevel? It's going, why can't I give them tevel? The answer is, says Tosus, because since the king made an obligation upon you to give them, to give them this uh, food, that becomes a debt. You can't pay up your debts with tevel. Okay? So therefore, the kids of Tosus says we've got two possibilities. Why am I only giving them to mind, not tevel? either because the army is Jewish, or because, really they're Goyim, and I should be able to give them Tevel, but because the, the king has made an obligation upon me, it's a death. It's a Choyv, you can't pay up your Choyv with Tevel. So, only with Demai. That's why we're talking about Dafka with Demai. As I said, it's not as more than to give Demai, so we'll continue on. My Tereshen, Shenitzel, Tenumase. Next case we had was, we said, that if you've got My Tereshen, My Tereshen is, just to make, make sure it's, uh, everyone realises, My Tereshen is, the tithe, the tenth that you give to the lady. It's the first tenth you give. You've taken the, well, suppose you're supposed to have taken the truma, which really could be any amount, but Chazal said normally it's, they sort of gave you three amounts, one fortieth, one fiftieth, or one sixtieth, depending on how generous you're feeling, and then you give a tenth of whatever's left to the lady. Now then the lady of that miter, he has to take truma's miter, which is a tenth of that tenth. And that you have to give to the greatest mamash like truma. Just it's got an amount. And if he doesn't, it's mamash, it's uh, truma's mice, it's like truma, it's a chi of, it's a chi of misa for a zar who eats it, for a non kohen who eats it. So we said, if, if somebody eats mice rishon, which has had the truma taken from it, presumably that means truma's mice has been taken from it. So you've got mice there, truma's mice has been taken from it, he can be retired to the zimmer. But says the Gemara Peshitta, that's obvious, why shouldn't he be, be able to? 
It's like telling me if you had Grzynski's bread, you could be Messiah to the Zimmer. Why shouldn't I be able to? What's, what's, what's the harm in it? Why should it be wrong? What, what's wrong with it? I've got my traditions. Hatsum is my taking. What, what else, what else could, be, could be wrong here? So it's Gemara alone. No. Suricha is necessary. Ela Sheikhdimo Bishibonim. It's only necessary for a case where he went and he took it whilst it was still in the form of Shibonim. Now, let, let's, before, before we go any further, let's just give a little bit of a rundown. How, how does Trumas Mice, when does the Chiyot kick in? You go, you're a farmer, you go into your field and you uh, harvest all the produce, you take the produce. At that, at that point, is it McLeod and Trumas Mice? Most definitely not. At least, definitely not Midorite. If you eat, our riders have spoken about that earlier, but it's not McLeod and Trumas Mice. That means the Kohen's got no right whatsoever on that produce yet. When does it become Mechuyav and Trumas Amaitos? Actually Mechuyav is when you put it into a pile and you do Miruah, right? It's called Miruah, so you smooth over the pile. Once you do that, it's called Miruah, then it becomes Mechuyav and Trumas Amaitos. It becomes obligated to Trumas Amaitos. At that point, a Kohen... Sorry? Still, um... No, I think normally it is processed by that stage. Hold on. Uh, the thrashing and the winnowing or whatever... Huh? Yeah, well, no, 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 now you're asking that. I'm actually uh, thinking twice now. Normally, after the. Sorry, is after, yeah. You first think it's a thrashing floor, you're thinking you make it into piles and such, and then you smooth over the pile. Yeah? It's at that stage, once it's been smoothed, uh, smoothed over, that, that's when it is. Ruach, at that stage. Now, that means the cane has got a right on it. Now, no particular cane, because if a cane comes along, I'll say to him, I'm giving, I can say to him, I'm giving it to a different cane. I've got the right to choose which cane I want to give it to. Just, you shouldn't give it all to one cane. It's more an Erevin, which says you shouldn't give all your trimmers and ice to one cane. But, trimmers, I should say. But, um, leaving that aside, at that point, the cane has got some right on it. So, you've got a clever lady, you know what the lady says? He says, wait a second, let's say there's a hundred kilos of, uh, of, um, Produce there. So let's say the average thing a person gives to Truma is, is, one, one, uh, is 2%, 150. So that means, if I wait, what's going to happen? Till he, do, till he does uh, Mirua, that means he's going to give 2%, 2 kilos to the cane. There'll be 98 left, means what's, what's going to be my payload? 9.8. Why don't I go along before he gives the Truma? And then the Meister will be 10. I'll get an extra 0.2 kilos, an extra whole 200 grams. Yeah? Now you may be thinking, wait a second, you can't do that, because after your 10 kilos, 200 grams belongs to the cane. I don't know, what I do is, I go along, I'm the lady, yeah, I am, so I go along, before Mirua, before he smoothens over the pile. In which case, the cane doesn't have any right to it yet. It's not a question whether I've got right to it. It's not a bias, please give it to me. At that stage. He's not really bothered because he has to give, you have to give this amount to a cane or a lady. So he says, let the, let, let the, you know what, I like the lady better. Anyway, so I'll let him gain. Are you allowed to do that? Well, that's what we're talking about here. Says so the Gemara, that's what we're talking about. So he preceded it at the stage whilst it was still in the kernel. Before it's been thrashed, before it's been uh, made into a pile. The Hebrish Mamanu Trumas Maita. So I get my Maita and I take my Trumas Maita. Of course I take my Trumas Maita. Out of my 10 kilos now, I take one kilo, give it to the cane. Now I've got to do. That's Trumas Maita. 
But the Hibnish man is Turumah Gadolah, but he never took Turumah Gadolah. I never took the original 200 grand, which really should have belonged to the Kohen, had, had, had we waited a little longer. And the Hibnish is Uchad Rabbi Abahu. It's going like that of Rabbi Abahu. So Omar Rabbi Abahu, because Rabbi Abahu says, Omar Ish Lakish, the Rish Lakish says, Maiser Rish and Shaytima Beshebadim. If you've got Maiser Rish, which you take as a lady, you take it whilst it's still in a stage of Shebadim. That's great. With the husk and everything, it's eternal. Totum it's Roma It's exempt from Roma How do I know that? Shenem, as it says, Roma Gadeila, by the way, meaning the original Roma that we'll call it the two percent that you've got to give to the cane. It's exempt. Because it's not yet, it hasn't yet had me ruach done to it. How do I know that? Shenem, as it says, and you shall raise from it the Truma Sashem, that's the Truma. Masem in Amaita. Now it's talking about talking to a lady. You've got to take a tenth of the tenth. So you've received your tenth, your Maita. You've got to give Truma Maita another tenth to the Kay. And we darshan, I've told you the lady to give a tenth of the tenth. But you don't have to take Truma Gadola, that 200 grams, plus the Truma Maita. You don't have to do all of that. That you don't have to do. Why? Because you got there before the Kohen. And that's what the Mishnah is talking about. That's the Chiddush of the Mishnah. You may have not known that. Where does Rabbi Abol get? He knows the Mishnah says that. If one of the three people ate Maita Rishon, which has had the Trumas Maita taken from it, but not the Truma Gadola, the Truma Gadola was never taken from it, you may say, oh, it's still terrible. Terrible thing. No, he can decide to say, he's done nothing wrong. After the Gemara, Amari Rapopa Labai, Rapopa said to Abaye, Ihoki, if so, why do you stop there? Let's say, we're talking about, even if the, the pile has really been smooth, smooth though, the cream is the pile, it's had me rough down to it, and the lady quickly runs, runs along, and he says to the Balabai, he says, quick, give me, give me my 10 kilo, before the cone comes along. That should also work. Same thing, I've got my mind mitre now, and you said the pot says, I only have to take trim of mitre for now, I'm not afraid to take trim of the from it. Why are you talking about a case check, Zima Bishibon, where he took it before it was made into a pile? Why? Where, where did you get that from? Where did that say it in the pasuk? Surely we should learn from that a lady is never required to take Truma Gadola. It's not my problem, Truma Gadola wasn't taken, I was quicker than the coin. So Amalei said, Abayi responded, he said to our Papa, he said, Olaf, about you, about what you just suggested, Amal Karol, the pasuk says, And Rashi says, this is written in the Pasha of the that from all your maithas, Torimu, you have to take maitha, or you have to take Truma. And what that Potsik is saying is, Rashi says, it writes in that Potsik, it says, Es kol Turuma Tashem. Okay, the, the, the full notion of the Potsik there is, it says, Kim Torimu Kamatem, Turuma Tashem, Mikol Matan Esechem, it says later on, Mikol Matan Esechem Torimu, Es kol Turuma Tashem. Meaning, we're saying to the Kain, really what the Gemara is saying is put two pesukim together. Master Yisachar is mentioned that, uh, as sort of in one pasuk. In the next pasuk, it says, "Become after Yisachar Torim as culture Masasha." So what we're saying is that we're saying that you have to take all the Turimas from your mitzvah. What do you mean all Turimas? How many Turimas do I have to take from my from my mitzvah? As far as I know, as a lady, I'm afraid to take Turimas mitzvah, not more than that. So what's what's all the Turimas? The answer is, there can be a situation where I have to take not only Trumas Maita, I also have to take Trumas Gadola. Why do I have to take Trumas Gadola? The answer is, if I got there before the cone, so instead of getting 9.8 kilos, I got 10 kilos, 
That extra 200 grams, I have to give to the cane, it's Rumah Gadoda. Yeah? In that case, you have to give to Rumah Gadoda. So, after our Papa Umaro Isa, literally, what do you see? In other words, who says, you've got two Pesukim, one Pesuk says you only have to give Trumas Mice, not the Trumas Gadola. The other Pesuk says, no, you have to give all the Trumas which are outstanding. And you've chosen, you've chosen to, to explain the first Pesuk to be talking about when you got it at the earlier stage, and the second Pesuk to be talking about at the later stage. Who told you? I mean, how do you know that? You've got a stealing Pesukim, how do you know that's the answer? Answer the Gemara with simple logic. Hi, Izgan. We know you're only mechuyos to give trumas and isis when it's rishis the gonachal, the first of your dogo, of your grape. What does the word dogon actually mean? It means to make into a pile. That's what digger means to gather together to make into a pile. So, think about it. In the case where I go along and take it before it's been made into a pile, it's not yet dogon. If it's not dogon, there's no chi of rishis the gonachal. So it makes sense to say that's what the Apostle was telling me. In that case, I'm not going to give the Turumah. Whereas the case where I take it once it's ready to be made into a part, it's been smoothed over, that's not on now. So now already the cane has got a right on it. So of course I've got to give it. Yeah? It makes even more sense, by the way. I mean, I wouldn't say more sense, but it's very, very understandable to say that Tebel, Tebel is a mixture of Kulin and Turumah. The famous Chakira they speak about, uh, about what exactly is Tevin. The Tevin stumps just something else. Tevin and Kulin are two different things. With the reason why I've got to take Trumas and Isis is because within Tevin, the Trumas and Isis is mixed in there. Um, so if you say, let's say you say like the second thing, it, it's, I wouldn't say it's more Gashmak than like the second way, but just think about it, what the Pshat is, until it becomes dark, and there's no Trumas and Isis mixed in there. So if I take it at that stage, I've got no chiyah to take, give the turumah. But if I take it once, if the lady comes along, and it's already been smoothed over, it's already dark on, now it's got turumah, now it's called tebel, meaning it's got turumah and ice just mixed in there. So in which case, 200 grams of what I've just taken of that 10 kilo is turumah, so of course you've got to give it. Well, there's, 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 there's a very good, uh, I think in Asun Zeh Rai, he, he, he speaks about this, uh, this chakira, about how exactly, what, what exactly tebel is. So our component, that's what the Gemara says. So therefore, we're saying, this one has been piled up, this one's not dog one hasn't been piled up. So therefore, that's the case in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is talking about a person who ate from Maita Rishon, which is had Shumas Maita taken from it, it hasn't had Shumas Gedele taken from it, the Chiddush is, it's not a problem, because I got it at, the, at an early enough stage. Next case. Maita Shani Shenistu. We said if you've got Maita Shani, or Hekdush, which has been redeemed. Okay, now Maita Shani means the next tenth, Okay, so uh, you can do the math there. If you're talking about 100 kilos and you did it the way it was supposed to have been done, so, you'll work it out, 88.2, is it? Yes, yeah, so it's 8.82, is that right? I think so. You're left with 88.2 once you've taken the 2 kilos for the trauma. You're taking 9.8 for the first miser for the lady, and you're left with 88.2. So your next miser is going to be 8.82. And you take that up, what are you supposed to do with that? Who do you give that to? Don't you keep it for yourself in the years 1, 2, 4, and 5 of the Shemitah cycle. In the 3 and 6, you give it to an Oni. In 1, 2, 4, and 5, you take it up to Yerushalayim. You're not allowed to eat it here in London. Can't do that. You've got to take it up to Yerushalayim. Or should I say, you're not allowed to eat it outside of Yerushalayim. 
that's, that's what I should have said. Fine. So, what do you do with it? Um, you have to take it up to Yerushalayim. But, I've got, a, I've got an option. If I want to eat it outside Yerushalayim, what I can say is, I'll redeem it onto money. And then I'll take the money up to Yerushalayim and spend it there. But let's say, so I've got that mice cheney, and I redeemed it. Or, we're talking about hectares. Hectares, obviously, no one's allowed to eat because it's hectares. Unless I redeem it onto money, then I can eat it. So if one of these three people ate the mice cheney or hectares which has been redeemed, he can be mitzahed to the zimmer. So says the Gemara Pashit, that's obvious, why not? So the Gemara, how come I'm asking, what are we dealing with here? If you go in, for example, Shanosan Asakerem, but Shanosan Asakremes. You know, when you redeem your Maishashenia or your Hectus, if you're the owner of it, you were the one, you're the owner of the Maishashenia or you're, you were the one who was Maishashit, you have to add a fifth. So if it's worth £100, you add £25 on. I mean, it could be 25 or 20 depending on whether it's Melikav or Melibar, whether it's a fifth of the total amount in the end or whether it's, which is really a quarter of the starting amount, or whether it's a fifth of the starting amount. Right? Whatever the amount is. You have to add a fifth. Let's say I didn't add a fifth. I've got my nice Hashemi there worth £100. And I redeem it on £100. You may have said, well, I haven't yet redeemed it properly. So if I eat that outside Yerushalayim, that's a Ma'achal that's a terrible thing. So it's with a Hectish. That's why the Mishnah comes along and tells you, well, Kamashim is teaching us the Ein Chaymesh Ma'akir. This extra fifth is not Le'ikubo. It's not preventative. As long as you've done the Keren, you've done the, the Ikka pounds. if you didn't give the, the extra fifth, it still, it still is considered redeemed. To explain why that is, I, I saw yesterday the Rabbi Yoyna says, amazing kiddush, you know, normally we don't give time as a crop. In reasons specifically, he says, you know why you have to add an extra fifth? Why should I have to add an extra fifth just because I'm the owner? Why? What, what sort of kiddush is it? And what about if somebody else who takes off the Kedusha? Well, then you're not doing I'll tell you what the, what the, what the Rabbi Yenus says. Rabbi Yenus says, he says, you know what the difference is? Uh, you, know, you know what the point is? The point is that when you, um, when, when a person redeems it, what's your natural inclination? It's worth half a pound? No, it's not. It's worth 80 pounds. You obviously look for the lowest value. That's the way things work, right? So therefore, we make you add on a fifth. We're hoping that fifth, the person won't be such a, such a swindler to convince himself that it's worth 50 pounds. He says, that, 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 that's what it's to do with. Oh, because I get, I, get, I get the best of both worlds then. I get to eat it, and I get to have to take less, uh, less Yerushalayim. Because remember, very often what happened, they took Yerushalayim, they were end, ended up with too much, they had to distribute it to other people. The natural thing is, when, you, when you're the one who's uh, getting it, you want to make it as low as possible. Now, there are questions they discuss, and the Ram says the same thing. The Ram writes, then the Vilkas Tamura. He says, it's actually, the way he writes it is, he says, although what the Torah says, the Torah says, we don't, uh, it's not for us to start saying this is the reason for it. But he says, Mutalalalenu, to try and understand why would the Torah have demanded this of us. And he says, I'll give you two examples. He says, I think where the Torah does it, to so to speak, to beat the Eight Sahara, to, 
And he says, I'll give you the other example. The other example is very, very easy to understand. It's Tamura. Tamura means if you're marked in Shakarbon, you're not allowed to switch the Kedush onto another Korban. He says, why would you do that? Why would, you, what, why would the Torah say you're not? And what the Torah says is that if you do, both of them are going to be Kaddish. So you think twice before doing it now. Why does the Torah say worry? Do you know why? Huh? Oh, exactly. My cow was born in Paddy. That's my favourite cow. I can't believe I was Makdish that cow. I've got some other cow here who's, uh, you know, limping along there. He's not yet a trafer, just about. He's a, I think he probably won't last much longer. So I think, brilliant, what I'll do is I'll transfer the condition. I'll get my carbon, carbon that way and I get to keep my best, best producing cow. So Sarah says, be careful. Before you do it, you're going to end up losing both cows. Yeah? Because that's the, that's the inclination of a person. So too says the Ramam, and that's what the Rabbi Niyana says here, the same idea. But a person, a person sometimes, he doesn't want to take the mind to Shani up to a shalom. He also doesn't want to pay a fortune for it. So he'll try and under, un, underestimate the value. So therefore, because of that, the Torah says you're going to have to add a fifth. You may want to think twice before being, being, uh, being, um, being paid. Now, yes, you may get the, the, the real cunning person who's going to say, well, it's actually worth 50% of the value, and add on a fifth, I've still got a brilliant deal. But that's what the one of the things they are. But obviously, we're not, we're not so sure uh, that, uh, that far. That's, that, that's, that, that's, that, that's one of the things, with certain things you need an evaluation. That is, that is, that is what, what one of the questions they, they, they speak about. I'm not so sure with this, but yeah, that is something they speak about. Now, I'll call with this you can understand why the fifth is not the equivalent. The Torah puts it on, even though it, it, it's quite an amazing thing because the Torah says it. Normally you do not find it in the writers, like the Chatzchidon B'Dievin. You don't find that. It's very, very rare to find that. So the Shetel Tosfos and, and Gitten, you don't find the Chatzchidon B'Dievin, but you do find a couple of, uh, of exceptions to it. Or where, uh, where, where the Rishonim seem to disagree with Tosfos. So here would seem to be, a, the Torah says, this thing on the fifth, not a, a Tachon of Rabbono. The Torah is the one who told you to add on the fifth. And yet we're saying it's not near Kuba. It's more like a Gezeir or Zeraisa sort of thing. Continues on the Gemara. Hashamash She'ochal Kezayis. If you've got a Shamash who eats the Kezayis, you got your waiter eats the kezayis. Uh, he's allowed to be mitzayis to the zimmer. Says the Gemara, that's obvious. Why shouldn't he? He's also eaten the kezayis like you. Why shouldn't he be able to be mitzayis to the zimmer? Says the Gemara, because Ma'ud is saying you may have thought shamish loikova. The shamish is no kaviyah. Say he's walking around the whole time. He's serving you the meal. He's not kaviyah further with you. Kamash malam. That is called the kaviyah. For anyone else, that may not be called a kaviyah, but for him, that is his kaviyah. His kaviyah is to eat whilst he's walking around. Then he said, Ba'kuti mizamnin olav. That a kuti, you can all think who's in a zimmer. Ask the Gemara, am I? Why? Even if you want to say that a kuti is, is a, is a ger, and even if you want to say that they're and I'm saying they are genuine gerim, it's a makhluk spot kutim bar, but fine, and that's clearly what the mission is taking on, they are proper gerim, but he shouldn't be ben, any better than, uh, than an am ho'oret. The tiny we've learned in a brighter, ain't mezamin al am ho'oret. You can't include in your zimmer an am ho'oret. So on to the Gemara, Abayi Omar, Abayi says the Kuti Chover. We're talking about a Kuti who was a Chover. He's not an Amor Oret. He's a very learned Kuti. And Rabba Omar, Rabba says, I'll feed the same of a Kuti Amor Oret. You can even say we're talking about a Kuti who is an Amor Oret. So why are you including him in your Zimmer? So Hoka Ba'amor Oret, the Rabbon and the Tzvi Gali, the Rabbi Meir, Askinon. 
We're talking about, when we say that you can't include an Amar Oretz in your Zimun, that's talking about the type of Amar Oretz that there are Bonon who argue on Rabbi Meir. That's their definition of an Amar Oretz. The Tanya, because we learned in a brighter, is that what Amar Oretz? What is an Amar Oretz? When we talk about an Amar Oretz, what is an Amar Oretz? So we say, Kol she'en o'echel chulen chulot v'taharu. Divri Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir says, it's any person who doesn't eat his chulen in a state of, of uh, taharu. That's a chumrah, it's not nekazin. If a person doesn't do that, he's called an Amar Oretz. It's anyone who doesn't take trauma to the maestros as he should do. He's called an Amar Oret. And these kutim, they may be, they may be uh, ignoramuses. They may not eat their chudim b'ta'aro, but they definitely don't qualify to be the Amar Oret of the Rabbana. Because they do take maestros as they should. Because what's written in the Torah, they're very careful about. The problem with the Kutim is, what's not written in the Torah, they think that, they more or less, they don't believe in Torah Shabbat. But something written in the Torah, they definitely they keep. So, they say, well, where'd you get that from? But Shumas and Maishas, that's written in the Torah. So, of course, they're very careful about that. So, because Mara says, any mitzvah which you know the Kutim are, they hold of it, they hold of it, they're actually more careful about it than we are, than the Yisrael. And therefore, that's the, that's the answer. Sorry? Why? Because, oh, you, I mean, this, this is not, you've never heard of this sort of thing? People who, who are, they, they may be completely non-observant, but certain things they're, they're very, very particular about. They want, they want to show you that they're from and they're new. They may not keep Teresh Valpair because they think it's, it's uh, non-existent. They think the whole thing is, uh, is uh, you know, a thing made up by Moshe. So therefore they have to counteract and say, but we are from it. You don't think we're trying to say this because you want to get out of the Torah Mitzvah. But with regard to us, what we want to know whether we, we, we can rely on them, the answer is yes. You can rely on the fact they've taken Trumas and Isis, you know they would have taken Trumas and Isis. And therefore that's the answer. What was your question? Your question was a kuti, very nice as a proper gear, but he's, not, he's an Amar Oret. Yeah? We say, well, he may be an Amar Oret in the sort of more general sense, but he's not an Amar Oret with regard to what we're talking about when we say an Amar Oret, you can't include him in a Zimmer, because he does take from a Samaitis. That's the second answer, that's a uh, robber's answer. And Abai says, no, it's not to him, a kuti who is very, he's not an Amar Oret even in the general sense. Takes trauma. The, the chashad is on the rest of it. Right, but he said, 
Yes, in other words, perhaps what it means is that the, the Amor Ores is, is somebody who you can't trust has, uh, has taken Shrimas and Isis. He sometimes does take something, doesn't, you know, when it's convenient. Um, oh, so, Tonara Bonon. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll leave, I think, leave, leave this till tomorrow. We'll continue with this tomorrow about, continue with who exactly is an Amor Ores. <laughs>